everybody. Welcome to another episode of M-Class Podcast, the only podcast on the internet about Star Trek hosted by us <laughs> that's uh, going to probably give you a boner. Uh, I mean, we when we record the episodes, I have a boner the whole time. It's called my Does microphone. That count? Yeah, I'm sure it counts. I'm Jeff. I'm Boner Boy. <laughs> I'm Josh. <laughs> It's high quality podcast so far. On this podcast, we sit down to discuss a piece of Star Trek media uh, from beginning to end. We walk you through it and give you our thoughts. And there's funny jokes in it. We'll get some of those eventually, I promise. uh, One of us will stumble upon a joke here or there. We will accidentally be funny at some point in this episode. Uh... On this particular episode of M-Class, we're going to be talking about a uh, Deep Space Nine episode as part of our Trials collection, the deep final cut, episode. Deep Cut, That's what we're calling these ones, the Deep Cuts. Because <laughs> it's Deep Space Nine, you know? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just came up with a whole new thing. Who says Josh can't come up with stuff, too? Uh, on the Trials Collection, we, uh, <laughs> we we focus on episodes that are about trials, if you couldn't figure that shit out by yourself. Like court trials. Yeah. and uh, not, not Jedi trials. That's a different... It's a whole different show. Don't you dare bring up Star Wars on this, because I have to hate Star Wars because I like Star Trek. It's That's right. You can only like one or the other. It's Which the kind of nerd are you? I actually love them both, but what different levels of love. I'll let you figure that out. Which one do I have a podcast for? <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty much it, right? T- today we- we're going to be talking about Deep Space Nine, uh, episode 25 of season 2, Tribunal. And it actually is 25 on Netflix. Great yeah. work, Netflix. I was impressed, Netflix. You actually got something fucking right. <laughs> Not to not to mention though, I had to scroll through the entire season because that's how their stupid interface is now. <laughs> yeah, you have to like scroll through it, and it's like, can you just let me pick the number? No, twenty five. Let me go there. No, you have to scroll through the entire season, and maybe yeah, maybe I wanted to watch twenty. Maybe I wanted to watch nineteen. I didn't. Too fucking bad. Watch and scroll, s- bitch. As you- I already saw. Him. Uh, so this is directed by Avery Brooks, uh, better known as Captain Benjamin Sisko. I didn't realize that, it's, but now I just read it. <laughs> it's another one of those uh, like Jonathan Frake situations where he directed it, so he's just not in the episode very much. Yeah, yeah, he's. I think he. <laughs> well, we'll get to it at the end. Like it's like Scooby Doo is fucked. It but. is a little bit. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, it was written by Bill Dial. That's a made-up name. No one has named that. His name is Bill Dial, and uh, he's... The John Larroquette fun fact of the week for you, he wrote a ton of episodes of WKRP in Cincinnati. (laughs) You know, when I was watching this, I was like, this has a WKRP (laughs) in Cincinnati feel to it. I wonder why. He he wrote um, Turkeys Away, the most famous WKRP in Cincinnati episode. What's that episode? I don't... It's, uh... (laughs) Like a Thanksgiving thing where uh, the manager, like, drops a bunch of turkeys from a helicopter because he thinks they can fly, and they just, like, splatter on the ground. 
I mean, being the most famous WKRP in Cincinnati episode is kind of like being the most famous Star Trek podcaster. Which we're not. <laughs> uh, he also appeared in two episodes of WKRP in Cincinnati. <laughs> so... He was the helicopter pilot. Uh, this dude is big into WKRP. <laughs> oh my god. Bill Dial. That's that's that is interesting. How interesting. How interesting. I bet John Larroquette actually knows Bill Dial. Like I I would bet oh, yeah, you for a sure. million dollars that he knows that guy, right? For sure. John Larroquette probably knows a lot of people in Hollywood, yeah, to he be probably honest. Does. You know he won a fucking Emmy, right? Yeah, for being Dan, what's his name? Backslide. I don't Qua- remember. Quail. <laughs> Dan. Qu- <laughs> Vice President Dan Quail. Uh, Fielding. Dan Fielding. That's yeah. it. You got I know it. everything about Night Court. Dude, coolest intro. It really is. So Star Trek, right? Yeah. This episode is very heavily focused on Chief Miles O'Brien, who I named my cat after. This is like, is this the first like O'Brien episode? I mean, this is the first time he like, goes to the jail. First O'Brien <laughs> suffers episode. It might be. <laughs> I was thinking this was the other one, which is a much better episode. Than oh, this one. the one where he's like sentenced to like yeah. life in prison in his brain or whatever. Yeah. I guess that's not really like a trial one. No, the but... trial's over by the time yeah. that episode starts. Yeah, the trial is at the end. It's like a Quentin Tarantino s- situation. It- it's a little, it's a little backwards. Then what are you saying about Quentin Tarantino? <laughs> it's like a, like a, like a, like a continuity shift, right? Yeah. Like, you don't know like where a, you're Like at. a Pulp Fiction. Like a Pulp Fiction. Um, <laughs> written by Bill Dial. Bill Dial. He wrote that and Turkeys Away for WKRP. <laughs> one of them is better. I think it's the Turkeys one. <laughs> That's like. A famous moment in television. Like, it was on, like, TV Guide's top 100 moments in TV or whatever. Jeff, I... I never heard of it in my life. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> For some reason, this is not shocking to me. Like, <laughs> I mean, I know the show. I don't but know I never, why I know of it. So I never watched the show. Because it took place in Cincinnati, and who gives a fuck about that place? Fuck you, Ohio! Cleveland sucks. Cleveland sucks. That's, that's a different city, but it really is it. <laughs> <laughs> They're all just like worse Pittsburgh. It's like Pittsburgh, and then like then there's like Cleveland, which is like shitty Pittsburgh, and then there's Cincinnati, which is like is, shitty is, Cleveland. Is Pittsburgh shitty Philly, or is Philly shitty Pittsburgh? No, Pittsburgh is just shitty. Well, I've been. It there, is not so. Philly. Oh, get real. It's fucking. <laughs> Mr. Philly over here. Hey, you talk about Philly? <laughs> my cousin Moik will have something to say about that when we get hoagies. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, Star Trek. Uh, anyway, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, episode 25 of season 2, Tribunal. My favorite part is it starts off with just Miles O'Brien and Keiko, and they're gonna fuck on the run. <laughs> they really are. Well, to begin with, it's like O'Brien's like obsessed with keeping the station running, so they have to like yeah. force him to leave. Yeah, they're like, get out of here, asshole. And like, Cisco is avoiding him, which is yeah, hilarious so he, to me. So he doesn't. 
He's like, is he gone? Fuck, thank God. <laughs> we've all been there, right? Yeah. We've all been on both sides of that, right? Yeah, we've all done that. We've all done that. But yeah, O'Brien and his wife Keiko are um, going to fuck on the runabout. And, you know, who's going to stop them? They're in space. <laughs> I like how runabouts are just rental cars yeah. for these people. It, it They're like no rental sense. RVs. Like anytime anybody needs to go on vacation, do they take one of the pieces of equipment <laughs> from Deep Space Nine with them? They take a runabout. <laughs> Maybe they like make a new runabout every time somebody has to go away. Like, we like, don't have any runabouts anymore. One. Like six people are out on vacation, so we fucking <laughs> ran out. I think there's that joke later in the series about they're named after rivers, right? And yeah. like I think Kira says, Thank God Earth has a lot of rivers. <laughs> Cause they keep blowing up. <laughs> and so they Keiko's pissed because he's taking work with him, which is like I wanted to take a moment at the beginning of this to discuss uh-huh. um people have a problem with Keiko. Do you have a problem with Keiko? No, I don't. Because that's, like, the big joke, right? With Like, she's, she's like, henpecks him, right? Like that's, well, that's that's the idea, is that yeah, she henpecks him or whatever. But, yeah. like, having seen Deep Space Nine through, like, three times now... Yeah. She doesn't? No, no. Like, sometimes O'Brien's just, like, being a bitch, and she he's calls him child. out on it. <laughs> yeah, he's a child. Like, he doesn't go home ever. It's like streetlights are on and he's not home yet, right? (laughs) Like, he never comes home and he's always doing, like, stupid shit or going to war. And Keiko's like, ugh. She's like, can we just have, like, a fucking daughter and eat dinner? Do you have to, like, go to war? (laughs) Why are you always going to war? He's like, fucking his bloody spoon heads or whatever. And she's like, fucking again with this? With the racisms? Oh, my God. Yeah, they're not doing themselves any favors in this episode, though. No. It's, honestly, if I would have been fine with the Cardassians before, at the end of this episode, I'd be like, fucking Spoonheads. <laughs> yeah. You, this episode is all about, like, setting up the Cardassians are dickheads. Yes, and it does a great job at that. Yep. Because right before O'Brien penetrates Keiko, they get a like a little notification saying that they're about to be attacked by a Cardassian ship that's approaching. The Hideki class. I know what that looks like because I have seen them in the game. What game, Josh? <laughs> all the games. They're in all the games. They're in the Armada 2. They're the little ones that always blow up real easy. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually right about that. I played that game. <laughs> that game rules. It's a pretty fucking dope game. Yeah, it is. Um... But, like, they they get hailed, and uh, they answer, and the guy is like, hey, uh, put your shields down, and we're, and we're gonna board your ship, or else we're just gonna blow you out of the fucking sky. Yeah, we're gonna we blow you up. And O'Brien's like, well, I'm in a runabout, which is like a space Uber. There's no fucking way I'm gonna <laughs> be able to... Space Uber. <laughs> there's no way I'm gonna be able to take down this Hideki class, which I've seen because it's in a game I played. Even though, like, the runabouts are pretty capable, like... Yeah, they're, they're pretty sturdy, like, but he does have his kind, wife yeah. on board. Yeah, she's not, like, a Starfleet officer, so she doesn't really, like, know how to do stuff, like, I guess. I guess before this, before any of this happens, before anybody's about to get penetrated, uh, <laughs> O'Brien is trying to leave Deep Space Nine, and he bumps into a guy who he recognizes... Oh, that's right. 
I forgot about that. As some asshole that he was on, he worked on the Rutledge with uh, Boone. Boone from Lost. Raymond Boone is his name, and he looks That's a very like, Star Trek name. He looks like the most broke ass Tom Selleck that ever lived. <laughs> he looks like a porn star from the eighties. <laughs> He looks like an action star from a knockoff video from the 80s. He, he looks, looks like, like fucking Blood Deads. <laughs> he looks like Jesse Ventura's stunt double from Running Man. <laughs> uh, two deep cuts here today, I think. So you were right. It's deep cuts today. Thank you! Josh was right! He was right all along, everybody. Mark it down on your calendars. But, like, Boone and O'Brien are like, hey, I was doing this. And he's like, oh, I was doing that. And he's It's like, me, Miles O'Brien from the Rutledge. He says, like, because, like, I guess Boone, like, doesn't know who he is. Like he, but he does sort he? of recognizes him a little, I guess? Yeah, I think the idea Although, is that he's acting, right? Yeah. Like, he's like, we, we learn why later, but. Yeah, like, yeah, you'll see, like, pretty much immediately. And we learn that Boone was at Setlick 3, which uh, comes up a who lot. Who wasn't? Oh, yeah. God, Setlick 3, man. Fucking Setlick 3 is when you're in the shit. You're deep like, in the shit when you're in Setlick like 3. It's like the Denang of Star Trek. <laughs> Fucking O'Brien's the hero of Setlick like three like and they Which use a cool. lot of shit that like wouldn't be a part of war during this time period when they talk about set like three when they're like yeah, yeah. fucking both sides did some shit they aren't proud of atrocities right. and i'm yeah. like what <laughs> you you kind of you kind of get that you get to see that in ar 115 or whatever that episode is you kind of get to see the federation like like use like really bad like illegal war tactics <laughs> is, it, is it the one where the planet has like it's like uh, d- during the, the dominion war yeah, and, like, yeah the planet has no uh they can't replace soldiers or refresh yeah. them so they're just like at their fucking wits it's end. the battle of the bulge of star trek yeah that episode yeah. is crazy that episode rules uh, but also they flip the uh they use the the invisible subspace mines against the Jem'Hadar and like the Federation, like probably. Nah, they probably would frown on that shit. W- wouldn't like you to do that, but although you gotta it, do it's what like you gotta pure do. ingenuity, right? Like you can't fault like an ingenuity, yeah. like ingenuity amongst your ranks or whatever. Like there's no rules in war. That's the thing. There's no rules. Yeah, there should be, but, uh, but I think not. it proves <laughs> that that's not the way that shit works. <laughs> But, I want to live, goddammit. <laughs> but they they talk about how they were at Setlick 3, and, uh, which apparently is like, they talk about the Setlick 3 massacre in this. It's yeah. not the battle of Setlick 3. Yeah. But Boone's like, yeah, that's why I left Starfleet. And O'Brien's like, well, that's why I stayed in, to kill me some spoonheads. <laughs> <laughs> I love killing these things. There's reptile weirdos. And we get, like, that standard Star Trek scene where, like, Boone loses his smile and he steps away and it's like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, he, like, turns and, like, doesn't look at the camera, but he might as well. <laughs> Pretty much. And he and he, and he, twir- he twirls his mustache and he's like, hmm, I'm gonna do me some illegal stuff. <laughs> I love crimes. Crimes, my favorite thing. <laughs> And he steps into a closet, I guess, and he pulls out, like, uh, a Tecmo Bowl game that is like a recorder. 
It's a fucking. Uh, what were they called? Those fucking handheld games. Ah, forget. It's a little. Oh my god. It's like the uh, fucking digital football game. Yeah, yeah. Oh I forget god, what it's, it's called. But uh, he's recorded him saying his name on it, and you're yeah. like, uh oh. Yeah. Watergate. <laughs> Watergate. <laughs> Uh oh! Current political situation uh, going on right now in 2018. <laughs> uh oh! Fucking history repeats itself. <laughs> but uh, like we we uh, we're already talking about how Miles and Keiko were about to totally fuck, and yeah. then they get they get boarded by um, Cardassians, which would be the beginning of a really great porno. But instead. <laughs> They just capture O'Brien, and they're like, you're going to be on trial. Yeah, you're guilty. I love the Miranda rights that they read them. I don't know them, but like, I, I, when, I was, when I was watching it, it was like, instead of like, you, you have the right to remain silent, it was like, you have, the, you have the right to not... You have the right to remain silent, but knowing that it may incriminate you. Yeah, your silence can be taken yeah, as incriminating as incrimination. evidence. Yeah, yeah. Which is like... Now, like this is like the whole point of the episode, right? Is like now we have like a a crazy legal system, you know? Yeah, like, well, that's why I chose it for this yeah, trials yeah. collection to end it out. It's like we went through episodes where the Federation system of justice was shown to be correct, and then right. an episode where it fucked itself over for poor yeah. uh, Simon Tarsus. Yeah, and uh, this is an episode to show that even though the Federation system of law has its faults, it could be far, far worse. Yeah, the Cardassians are like this is the this is like one of those line in the sand episodes where you're like, okay, so Deep Space Nine is the last fort, right? And everything outside of that toward Cardassia is crazy town. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go over there. (laughs) There's a great moment where the gull is like uh, reading him his rights or whatever and he's like, well, what did I do? Yeah. And he's like, "Uh, so are you admitting to your crimes? And he goes, I don't even know what I was accused of. And he said, so you're saying you didn't do your crimes? Yeah. Like, just trying to get him to say shit to implicate himself. Right. Like a cop. He's like a cop. Yeah. Like a a, a real cop. Like a real American cop. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the shit that they do. I love the name of their their, um, court system. The Cardassian Articles of Jurisprudence. Yeah. It's... (laughs) It sounds like a... Like a... Like a uh, what's that band <laughs> with Perry Farrell? Sounds like one of their songs. Jane's Addiction. <laughs> Jane's Addiction. Okay, I was like, what? We got there. Or uh, not porno for Pyros. Jane's Addiction. There's a difference. <laughs> they're um, both terrible, but there is a difference. <laughs> yeah, I was never a Jane's Addiction guy. I so. never liked them either. I never did. Sorry, listeners, if you like yeah. them, get the fuck out. I guess. Sorry, all the Gen Xers who listen to this show. <laughs> I think we're probably pulling all millennials. To be real honest, probably with you. I would be. I would be surprised if there's. Well, maybe they're probably that could be. I don't know. I, th- I imagine we're older than almost all of our audience for the most. Well, part. I'm like the first like year that there is millennials, right? Yeah. Like I'm like the second. year. I think you're the second because it's '82. I think it starts it's out. Like, I think it's '80 technically, but because I know like '81 is also. 
Who the fuck knows? It's just a title that, like, baby boomers made so they can shit on people that are young. Yeah, That's the entire also so purpose. they can never die. God, I wish. <laughs> I wish there was, like, a, a fucking, like, the event, but it just, like, made all <laughs> baby boomers stop Like existing. a rapture? Like a baby boomer rapture? Yeah, that'd they can sweet. all go to heaven and we'll stay here on hell earth. I'm fine with yeah, that. Yeah, that'd be fine. Earth will be better than, than heaven at that point. Oh, fuck so. yeah. They will ruin heaven. They will bankrupt heaven and then blame it yeah. on the angels. Yep. Yep. Which uh, absolutely uh, actually exist. And then um, Miles is getting captured, right? And he's like, I want to talk to Commander Sisko. Yeah. And the gull's like, nah. Yeah, they don't, like, <laughs> you don't get a phone call. So, like, it's setting up, like, because, like, in America, we all know, like, the, the like, the court procedural television show method, right? Like, yeah. You get the bad guy who you think is the bad guy, right? And he says, I want my phone call. And Miles O'Brien's like, I want my phone call. And they're like, you don't get a fucking phone call. This is Cardassia, bitch. <laughs> he also um, runs at one of them. He's like, I's not going anywhere. And then the Cardassian's yeah. like, he's resisting, he's resisting. And he's she's... resisting. And then he's like, hits him with his Cardassian nightstick. He's... I don't know what. <laughs> He shoots what him. He just fucking like, shoots yeah, him. With a like an American cop. <laughs> and, um... Can't... American cop would have that fucker on 10. He would vaporize him. Oh, for him, sure. Dude. They, they would be just like... fucking tape that shit on 10. There'd be no... There'd just be a piece of duct tape. <laughs> taping like it on 10. grandparents are remote. How you have to tape over their remote so they don't push the buttons. <laughs> don't push these buttons. They don't mean anything. The fucking, uh... <laughs> So Keiko's just like, Miles! She's like screaming, it's crazy. And you're like, oh no, who who's gonna fuck now? I know, it was like, there was gonna be a hot fuck scene. It in wasn't gonna early be hot. 90s TV. Like, <laughs> there was gonna be a penis going inside of a vagina on television. Look, uh, I don't want to see Miles O'Brien's dick. Like... I always make a joke when people are talking about the best actors on Deep Space Nine. I always say Keiko's actress is the best because yeah. she pretends to be attracted to, to love Cole Meany. <laughs> Cole Meany is like the most Irish ass guy. Like, <laughs> like I'm pretty sure you know how they like put like like Chuck Berry songs on that record on the Voyager oh, probe. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they also put a picture. Of Cole Meany on it to to demonstrate what Irish people look like, like. This is an Irish person. This is, they all look like this. This is what they look like. This guy right here is every Irish person. Josh is probably Irish, and I am mostly Irish. So it's it's okay if we make fun of our own people. Yeah, I'm a redhead. I can make fun of Irish people. <laughs> That's how it works. So they they just take uh, our pal Miles O'Brien to Cardassia. It's just straight to Cardassia Prime. Yeah, they tow the space camper. (laughs) (laughs) And they just, like, shove him in front of a a bright light, and we know uh, what happened last time. There are one light! (laughs) And they're like, hey, take your clothes off. Yeah, dude, it's fucking trading places when 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 Dan Aykroyd goes to the the police station, and they're like, take your clothes off, you little shit! It's not even, it's like creepy as fuck. They're like, remove your clothes. Well, they, like, violate him. They rip his clothes off yeah. and shit. They, but he starts, he starts saying, like, what you're supposed to do if you're a war, like, a prisoner of yeah. war, right? He just says his name, rank. And he doesn't say his serial number, but whatever. He says, I'm a Federation citizen instead. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, they're just like, remove your clothes. 
And he's like, no, fuck you. Suck my Irish dick. And then they just, like, slam him against the wall and, like, knife his clothes off of him. <laughs> I thought they just, like, ripped him off. Like, they were just like, yeah. No, the dude literally pulls a knife out and, like, cuts the clothes off of him. I guess they really had to do that, which yeah. is kind of cool. Like, an inch closer and it would have just cut his fucking skin. They almost cut his dick off. <laughs> I don't want to think about Colmini's dick. <laughs> well, it looks like every Irish person's dick. So fucking huge! Yeah! <laughs> big dicks here! We all have big dicks! Don't look! <laughs> <laughs> don't compare and contrast. And I love, like, after they strip him completely fucking naked, they're like, would you care to make a confession? Yeah. What the fuck? I love it. I love it. I love this. I love how hopeless it is. Even though, like, there's hope because, like, what are they gonna just like forget that O'Brien, like, like isn't there anymore? You know what I mean? Like, somebody's gonna figure it out, right? I but mean, I guess, like, technically, it could have been that Cole Meany was leaving the show at this point. You don't. You didn't know at this point. When yeah, you were watching true. it along yeah, yeah. normally, you're like, fuck, is this, are they going to kill him? Is this Cole Meany's last episode? But I, but I mean, like, in the in the episode itself, like, I guess the, I guess the idea is that he's going, like, because everybody who commits a crime is executed, right? Like, yeah. nobody goes to, like, jail. So, like, I guess the idea is that it's a race against time to save him from execution. But, you know, some, like, like, like they're going to find out, like, what oh, happened yeah. to him. You get that little nugget earlier when they're like, oh, we're, we'll make sure your wife gets back to Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Although they could have just killed her, I guess. They probably should have, honestly. Really, everything would have been perfectly fine for the Cardassians if they would have just killed his wife. Well, they yeah, why don't they implicate her also, right? Like, because she's there. Yeah. But, like, but I guess, like, the idea is that, like, they're, the Cardassians are bitter yeah. about O'Brien. They're also and... trying to implicate him because he's... Starfleet. She's not. Right, right. She's just whoever. But I, yeah. they could have just, like, been like, oh, she. Be like an American cop and be like, oh, she resisted arrest, so she, we yeah, shot she, her. Yeah, at this point, you're just making shit up anyway, so, God, like, why that not? That makes me sad. It's, dude, it's <laughs> fucking true, though. Like, I just depressed the shit out of myself. It's fucking. <laughs> that's the way it is. Dude, yeah, it fucking sucks. That's man. the way it is. That's the shit that they did to me when they, they, like, pulled me over and they, like, accused me of, like, being high, and I wasn't. And they, like, fucking made me sobriety test, and they, like, opened my mouth and shit. Yeah. At least they and didn't was, like, rip your fucking tooth out like they did to O'Brien. <laughs> no. That's my cyanide tooth. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, put that back in. I'm gonna need that later. Uh, dead. <laughs> yeah, they, they, like, shoot a light in his eyeball, and it's not, like, a normal, like, Loki leans over and puts the eye to the thing, and it's like, boop, and it's fine. Yeah. It's like, it hurts his eyeball real bad, and I'm like, well, that's shitty technology. Yeah, it's probably supposed to hurt, right? Yeah, like, Everything that Cardassians do is, like, designed pain, right? Because they're, like, master torturers. Yeah, the Cardassians are, like, the worst. They're, like, space Nazis. They're, they're, well, you're seeing, like, you're seeing, like, like, the, the 1930s of Germany, right? Like, yeah. this is, like, prior to, like, right before Hitler takes over, right before Space Hitler takes over. Space he, Hitler, a.k.a. Gold Ducat. Gold, gold Space Hitler. 
And, like, so you're seeing them, like, kind of fall into the old, like, Cardassia shit. Where they're just, they're assholes, they're Nazis, they're fascists. Like, you find out, like, the, the whole reason for the trial isn't to, like, have a trial to prove innocence or guilt. It's to, like, make people see that if you commit crimes, like, you're gonna die. Yeah, it's <laughs> right? all, like, pomp and circumstance. It's basically, like, a fucking stage play. Yeah. To reaffirm the nationalism of the Cardassians. Yes. It reminded me of the obsolete man from Twilight Zone. Oh, yeah. Where Burgess Meredith, like, you know, gets accused of owning books or whatever the thing is. And, like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fucking, what do they call that? Like a, a it's a drumhead trial, right? It's yeah. It's a fucking show trial. It's a kangaroo court. Kangaroo court. That's the word I was looking for. A weird scene happens then where uh, Miles O'Brien is completely naked. And he just has a long conversation with a lady. And he sucks his own dick in the middle of it, and you're like, what the fuck? I, he's a big guy. I didn't know he could do that. I was, was more big, impressed than freaked his out, honestly. <laughs> By weird scene, you really meant super hot. Yeah, well, he is like a giant Irish dick, as we all do. So, yeah, of course, it was all sexy. Yeah. It was like I was watching myself suck my own dick. And I really wish I could, so... It was mostly jealousy, I think. <laughs> but she's, like, just talking to him, like, yeah, I'm, like, uh, the judge of the yeah. trial. Although, like, she doesn't really say that. She's, like, I'm the chief archon. And yeah, you're like, I don't know all what have that means. Crazy Cardassian words for stuff, yeah. She's, like, yeah, we're gonna put you in a holding cell. Which is, um, fairly obviously a redress of the holding cells from Deep Space Nine. From the, yeah, it's the same set. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but she's like, yeah, your trial's gonna happen in two days. And he's like... Have well, fun. He's like, what am I fucking accused of? No one will yeah, nobody me. knows. nobody knows yet. It's And she's like, it doesn't matter. She's like, I'll tell you later. Yeah, you'll find out. <laughs> he's just like he sits down naked just holding the clothes like what the fuck just happened yeah that's pretty rough man and uh while we contemplate what just happened we're gonna take a break and we'll be what a segue i'm a professional josh and we will be right back when ben matlock questions a witness he stands up asks the tough questions did you call them the night of the murder the witness smiles Ben nods. Yes. No further questions, Your Honor. That's all there is to it. Case closed. Matt Locks a winner. Tuesdays this fall on NBC. And we're back. Uh, hopefully that was a paying ad this time. I don't know. Last time it was a Mountain Dew Code Red commercial, so maybe that'll be another one of those. I want Mountain Dew to sponsor us. Mountain Fuck Dew. Yes. It's better than drinking your own piss. <laughs> it's better than nothing, I guess. Or is it? That's, that should be the... Is it better than nothing? Who knows? <laughs> Drink it, because they paid us money to tell you to. Uh, we have the old cans, like the old, old-fashioned-looking old cans of Mountain Dew, you know? Oh, yeah. And I'm always like, what soda is this? Like, I'm, And I'm always excited, because I'm like, oh, it looks like, looks like it's like some kind of good soda, you know, like a... Like a like a Hanks or something, you know. Yeah, but it's not. It's, it's just Mountain fucking Dew. Mountain Dew. <laughs> it's just shitty fucking rebranded Mountain Dew. Dude, I I fucking hate Mountain Dew. I'm not gonna it's lie. It's sick. I, it, you like, know what I hate the most though? You ever have Moxie? No. It tastes like 
like medicine. Oh no, I don't want it's that. It's like bad. It's like bad Dr. Pepper, and all Dr. Pepper is bad. I like Dr. Pepper. Get out! <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Man, I hope the Cardassians put you in jail for liking Dr. Pepper, you sick fuck. Jesus Christ. You know what you did. I liked Dr. Pepper. Look, how do you feel about root beer? Uh, I like root beer in, like, small amounts of root beer. I like root beer. I can't drink a lot of it. I like root beer the best when there's vanilla ice cream inside of it. That's the best. I fucking love a root beer float. That's the best, yeah. Uh, what do you think about since we're not talking about Star Trek for a minute? What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about like ginger ale? I love ginger ale, dude. I fucking love it. Like I like to Yo, get the hard ass ginger ale that like burns the, the shit the out the of your insides. Kind. Here's a cool. Here's a cool thing I do with ginger ale. Uh, get get limes and just put a lime in it. Oh it yeah. It makes the ginger ale so good. Shit. Like it's it's crack good. I'm gonna have to try that. I've never. You'll done never. That you'll never drink ginger ale without a lime again. I'm, I guarantee it. That's a, that's your M class podcast tip of the day. <laughs> that's my chef from Enterprises cooking tip of the day. <laughs> <laughs> and since he doesn't ever talk, I guess we don't have a line for him. That's your kitchen rat tip of the day <laughs> from <laughs> <Kitchen> Voyager. <rat>. <laughs> <laughs> Kitchen rat. Get like a clip uh, of Neelix saying, I'm a useless character. It'll just be the dance at him dancing gif. <laughs> the an audio of him dancing yeah. gif. Here's what it sounds like. That's <laughs> like an audio interpretation of that gif. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um I don't like before somebody writes in and they're like, Jeff, how do you not like Mountain Dew, you fucking sick bastard? It's I disgusting. love it. Uh it's, it's disgusting. disgusting. But when It'll I was a kid, um, my grandma thought she was being, like, the cool relative. Because every time I came Mountain over, Dew. she was like, you can have soda. Yeah. But all she had was Mountain Dew. And at a certain point, I was like, uh, you got anything else, Grandma? Yeah. And she was like, I, no, have a soda. So I drank so much Mountain Dew that I just can't fucking ever drink it again. We were always allowed to have soda, and, like, I never liked soda. Like, I, I never liked it. The only soda I ever really liked was A Treat. I don't know if you guys nah. have A Treat. It, it was a company around here, and they came in like, like really tall, twenty-two ounce glass bottles, and they were really good. They're like cream cool. soda. They yeah. don't they don't really do that. I anymore, still though. drink a lot of Pepsi. Pepsi's been my favorite drink. I like Pepsi I over Coke. I don't drink Coke. I, I prefer Pepsi. Yeah. I, I'm wearing a shirt that has the Pepsi logo on it right now. So, uh, Pepsi, if you're listening, I will chill for you. I won't even fucking be I like sarcastic. how this turned into soda cast. Yeah. It's, uh, this is the tangent cast. It's the fucking Jeff and Josh yeah. shoot the shit segment. Since this is the segment. We didn't record about... one. Yeah, we're talking uh, about soda right now. Get over it. So, back aboard Deep Space Nine, uh, Keiko is very upset. And yeah, she's, she's like, my husband! And Cisco's like, Starfleet Command's, like, has sent the Enterprise and yeah. some other ships that don't matter to the Cardassian border. Right. And uh, they're, like, just trying to show muscle at the Cardassians to be right. like, hey, give us our boy back. And Keiko's like, they're they're gonna torture him! And Odo's like, uh, they yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, duh. They're fucking torturing the giant Irish dick off that dude. <laughs> they probably ripped his dick off and put it back on. <laughs> so they could rip it off again So later. they could rip it off again. He's like, yeah, that's standard. They're gonna fucking super torture him. 
That's what they do, man. And Keiko's like, well, we gotta go get him and save him. And uh, Cisco's like, well, that's stupid. We gotta wait for Starfleet Command to figure stuff out. Yeah. And uh, we learn that really the reason why he's like, you know, we have to get more information or whatever is um, Kira says that, that, you know, what if he did do something to the Cardassians? Because he's a racist. That's true. <laughs> and uh, Cisco's like, well, we need to know that too, then. Right. So they they like mount an investigation, pretty much like a like a preliminary investigation where they're like trying to figure out like what even like the crime is. Like they don't even know anything. Yeah. Like, and imagine trying to investigate a crime that you don't know what the crime is. Right. Like this shows you like the the Starfleet slash Federation side of things too, where you're like. Oh well, uh, like they're they're like professional criminal investigators where they look for evidence one way or the other objectively, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what Starfleet does. Like they're objective scientists. And that objectivity is completely missing from the Cardassian side, where yeah. you are uh, guilty until nothing. You're just guilty. Gu- you're just guilty. You're not even guilty and proven in- until proven innocent. No, like in the Klingon you are just court. literally guilty. Yeah, you're just fucking done, dude. All you have to do is get accused and you're guilty. It's like yep. it's like if you're on the internet and you get accused of something. <laughs> Getting topical, baby. Oh yeah, baby, baby, baby. But like uh, they get um the transmission from Cardassia Prime. It's like the Archon Macbar. Admiral Macbar. Mac, I can't think of any other way to pronounce that. I don't remember how they pronounce Mac-bar. it, so it has to be Macbar. I have it. Hold on. Yeah, it's Macbar. And uh, she's like, "Yeah, I can't tell you exactly what he's accused of or anything because that's not how it works." And Cis- yeah. Cisco's like, "Well, I'm gonna sh- break my foot off in your ass," and she's like, <laughs> "Your reputation precedes you." And he goes, "You're damn right." <laughs> Oh, Avery Brooks, I love you. <laughs> he's he's really good in this episode for not being yeah, in it is. that much. Well, he's great, like, because, like, when he doesn't talk, you know shit's about to go down. Oh, yeah. Like, like he's such a good actor visually. Like, you can tell he's just, like, seething by him just sitting there. Like, he's really great about that. He's really great at, like, showing you as an audience member that he's seethingly angry, but right. still maintaining, like, that facade that he's not. Right. And so it's really easy to tell when he's holding back because of, like, decorum and stuff. Yeah. But uh, they're like, yeah... Um, well, he says, like, I'm going to hold you personally responsible if anything happens to O'Brien. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Don't hurt my best friends. That's my cat. <laughs> Keiko's like pissed. She's like, "What the fuck? Like, how how can we prepare for a trial when we don't even know what it's about?" Yeah. And she's like, "Prepare for what? This motherfucker is guilty." Yeah, he's done. He's done, man. He's toast. Yeah, his execution is in four days or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. And. uh... <laughs> We, we learn a little bit about Odo's, like, because Odo doesn't mention very often about how he worked for the Cardassians, because, you know, why would you ever mention that? Right. Like, this, I think, is really interesting, this part, because you get, like, you're uh, just about to say, like, you get to hear, like, uh, what Odo did, but also, like, from a show standpoint, like, 
I feel like this is them writing themselves into a corner later, right? Like, because they have to kind of explain, like, to how him and Kira get along later, because she's yeah. a resistance fighter, and he's basically, it's actually, like... It's kind of, like, swept under the rug a little bit. A like, little a little bit. They do, a, yeah. they do a little bit of, like, a little bit of back and forth about it, and she's like, well, I forgive you. Right. And I'm like, there is no way that, like, a Jewish woman is gonna date, like, a Nazi overseer. <laughs> like a Nazi fucking guard, right? Yeah. Who, like, yeah. But, yeah, yeah he, he apparently has been, like, deputized to, like, right. the Cardassian court or whatever, so he can actually become a advisor. Nestor, Nestor right? They're called yeah. Nestors. All these Cardassian terms... Yeah. But um, I'm not trying to learn no Cardassian bullshit. Fucking, I'm not trying to get spoony language out here. Oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy racist. Holy shit. Fucking, Mike Bar's like, yeah, okay, fucking, whatever, you can come. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> yeah, she's, she kind of does that. She's like, what? Ever. <laughs> and she just hangs up. She's like, look, O'Brien's gonna die in like a week anyway, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't and Keiko's matter, like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. And she's she was like, like, we were just about to fuck. <laughs> Magmar's like, we believe in swift justice. Ah, uh, that, there's that fucking Cardassian nastiness. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And then she hangs up, and she's like, <laughs> "I sure showed them." And then she really didn't hang up. And then, the, and then Cisco says, <laughs> uh, "You're still on the line." And she goes, "Ha, oh." <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing you don't write this show, Josh. Uh, <laughs> that would be in like the fantasy fiction version of Star Trek. <laughs> I was I was talking about this on the Discord the other day. How like um. The Orville is like Star Trek if you and I got a chance to write a to Star write Trek it. show. Yeah. Except yeah. really not as good at all yeah. as it would yeah. be if we wrote it. I think we would I think you and I would write a better actual Star Trek show. Oh yeah. We could write a better Star Trek parody show too that's like full of jokes Absolutely. and stuff. Absolutely. Um but anyway, Odo tell maybe one day. One day we'll do that. Yeah. But um, Odo and Keiko just take off for Cardassia. And Sisko's like, we need to find out the truth about this. Mm-hmm. Now. <laughs> this is weird. He says it like that, too. It's weird. And it does like a very fast pan towards his face as he says it. <laughs> Toward his mouth. Now. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um... <laughs> We go back to Cardassia Prime, where O'Brien's in his cell. We meet uh, the worst actor, but also the best actor in the episode. Oh, he's so great. I love this guy. I don't even know what his name is. His name is uh, Conservator Kovat. Kovat, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like... Played by Fritz Weaver is his name. He's... Oh, yeah? Is he? Do you know if he was in anything else? Fritz Weaver was it known for the Thomas Crown Affair, the the remake, the good one. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was in uh, <laughs> a couple episodes of the X Files. He was in. He was in yeah. L.A. Law. He's he's he was, not a good actor. He is a very fun actor. Yeah. He, he his his villain in this is like 
such a fun villain. Yeah, he does a lot of yelling, he's... like very over dramatic, like faux yeah. Shakespearean yelling. <laughs> but his his like his acting is like uh, out of fear, right? Because like his character is like 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 they just told you right in the episode that the justice system is built so that people who like step out of line don't make it around yeah, here. His so role is to lose. Y- yes, yes. Like he's um. He's very, like, smug about it, and, like, he has this, like, very high and mighty idealism about yeah. the Cardassian system of justice. Yeah. Which is hilarious. And also, he's this. about to retire. Uh-oh. Yeah. He's <laughs> one month away from retirement. One retirements. month away. <laughs> and he's like, look, the, uh, <laughs> O'Brien's like, what do I need a lawyer for? Like, I'm, I've yeah. already been sentenced to death. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. You silly, silly fool. Yeah. The role of conservator isn't about helping you. It's yeah. about um, putting on a good show for the people at home so, so that they can learn, like, the... Like, he says, like, confession is good for the soul. Right, it makes people feel nationalistic, right? Like, yeah. They get to see... So I was curious when this episode came out, because I got a lot of, like... OJ trial vibe from this. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, because like the the like later on the, with the trial being televised everywhere, and I was like, oh my god, this is like very OJ. I mean, it's like very totalitarian, but also like very OJ Simpson. Apparently, this came out like a month before the OJ chase, like the highway chase. Okay, so it didn't really have anything to do with that. It, it didn't. was sort of like Star Trek's natural thing it does, where. It just reflects the times, yeah. no matter when you watch it. No matter when you watch it, yeah. And so uh, I was, I thought it was like ninety five, ninety six, maybe, but it, it was really it's ninety four, and I was like, oh my god, this is like like a commentary on the OJ shit, but like, it wasn't. No, but it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, preemptively it was. Yeah, preemptively it was. But like O'Brien's just looking at this guy. Like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, dude. Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, no, no, no. It's The trial is all about showing the citizens of Cardassia that if they step out of line, yeah. this is what happens to you. This them. is what happens to you. It's like, uh, there's no punk rock in Cardassia, right? Everyone no. follows the same line. So, And he gives this whole, like, spiel about how the system of justice makes it so... Any citizen of Cardassia can walk around in the dead of night by themselves and be perfectly safe. Right. Which is, like, exactly the type of line that a baby boomer would tell you. <laughs> like, fucking word for word about yeah. how, why their system of justice and what they want is... Why it was better. Why was it better back then? Because you could just do it and people didn't murder your kids. And it's like, yeah... Kids got murdered. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, uh, people got murdered all the time. They just didn't yeah. fucking talk about it on the news all the time. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> there, there's a fucking great line where O'Brien's like, "Have you ever won?" And he says, "Yeah, winning isn't everything." <laughs> it's so it's so creepy. Like it's so. Again, it's appropriate for now for 2018. Like it, it's like, oh geez, like this is like. This is horrible. This is horrible fascism. Yeah. And, like, Cardassia is maybe a window into the future if things keep going the way they're going, you know? Yeah, whereas, like, the Federation is, like, 
the exact opposite of that. Like, you can walk around at night in the Federation and no one's going to murder you because, like, nobody murders people in the Federation. Nobody has any reason to murder anybody. Why would you kill anybody? Because you could just go replicate yourself some sort of fucking, like, runabout and just go to Rizal fucking the rest of your life. You can do literally whatever you want, and there's, like, psychiatry in the future that works perfectly. You know? Like, the fucking murder man that was on Voyager like used yeah. Vulcan psychiatry and was perfectly fine. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, the guy from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he was uh, Worm something. Worm Tongue. Worm tongue. Re- Reamer Worm Tongue. Yeah. Um, so the DS9 crew is trying to investigate and uh, they find a lot of evidence, which is yeah. it shows how thorough the Cardassians are when you find out it's all bogus. Right. I love the idea that Cardassians like know enough about the justice. It's not that they're ignorant of justice; they know they just know how to circumvent all the other like legitimate, I would say, justice systems. Right. Yeah. Like, just leave a bunch of evidence that points to O'Brien. <laughs> like, there's a bunch of warheads, photon warheads. Yeah. It's important to note that um, I don't think they're called warheads in any other episode of Star Trek. It's very specifically no. chosen wordage. They're, they're not photon yeah. torpedoes or photon, like, uh, what do they call them? Like, uh, destructive loads or something? Right, right. They're called warheads. Warheads. Like a missile, right? Yeah. It's got one purpose. But, like, a photon doesn't, like, have one purpose. Like, you can knock things off of things. Like, I think in Star Trek uh, Enterprise, they're like, you could put a crater in a moon the size of a city, or you could knock an antenna off of a ship if you yeah. want. Photon torpedoes are just, like, bombs. They can be used for excavation and shit as well. It's not like a yeah, gun, yeah. which is specifically just made to kill people. Right. And they're primarily weapons, but, like... They're not, like... They, the Federation wouldn't call them warheads. No. Because <laughs> what, what, what are you using them for? Like, you can use them against, like, a comet, right? Yeah. And I mean... You're not going to war with a comet. It's, like, specifically chosen in this episode because, like... It's, like, a, around... It's, like, a little while after, like, the Iran-Contra... Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. It, it's that time, right, where there's all this talk about warheads... Right, and also if, like, like in the show canon, too, like, calling them warheads makes them sound more deadly. Yeah. Which is, like, the court of public opinion will say, like, oh, my God, he had warheads, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, they were really fucking sour. Yeah. <laughs> warheads. <laughs> Holy fuck, warheads. <laughs> oh, my God, I remember putting, like, three of them in my mouth and trying to, like, deal with it. Oh, yeah. my God. That was, like, a real trial by fire right there, baby. <laughs> That was the real Trials collection. Putting three <laughs> warheads in But uh, they figure out that, like, the fo- 24 photon torpedo loads have yeah. been teleported, like, transported away. And yeah. in order to do such a precise thing and not be detected, you would need a transporter expert. Right. And Bashir is 
fucking furious that they're saying that his best pal O'Brien did it. <laughs> they're not even like super good friends yet. No, but Bashir like he is, loves it. Like Bashir wants to be super good friends. This is back <laughs> when O'Brien didn't want anything to do with him. This is right before I think the episode where they go to that planet and like yeah, they become they really great friends yeah. on that yeah. planet. But, uh, like, they find O'Brien's voice print in the computer, which, like, if that happened nowadays, people would be like, well, all right, he did it, never mind, we're done right. with the investigation. Right, but... But, yeah, uh, but they, they put it through a computer later to find out, but right now they're like, well, why the fuck would anybody need these photon warheads and not the torpedoes? Right. And they're like, oh, well, the Maquis stole a bunch of, like, launchers. Right. But they didn't have warheads. Right, so they think that O'Brien is going to sell them or whatever to the Maquis. I know how much you love the Maquis, Jeff. Yeah, as soon as they got mentioned, I was like, fuck. I, I kind of like them in this respect, though. Because in this episode, they're a plot device. Like, they're not... It's not about them, right? Like... Yeah, I mean, that's they're not why in, the rest well, of the episode is fine. It doesn't really focus yeah. on them too heavily, but... Like, I mean, I, you you see that one guy, but you don't see him, right? He Batmans yeah. his way into the he office. He really does. Dude, I fucking hate them. Like, he's so goddamn much. I know, though. I know. I know you hate them. I, I don't hate them as much as you. I don't... I'm not, like, super keen on the Maquis plot. Because I think it only comes to one end, which is what it comes to, right? Like, yeah, the monkey plot is like pointless for one. It never goes anywhere. It's just I, like I, a distraction from more important plots. I will say that it matters. Like the, the the great the best thing that comes out of it is the episode where Cisco blows their planet up. Yeah, and then receives no um, repercussions whatsoever. Well, they tell him he's allowed to do it, right? Yeah. You find that out. He pulls a fucking uh, a Dark Knight. He flips the coin, but he already knew the answer, right? Like, yeah. that's what, exactly what he did. It, I just hate the Maquis. Like, their entire plight makes absolutely no fucking sense in a future that's post-scarcity. Yeah. It's like, well, you yeah, can I don't live know anywhere why you in would. the universe you want. Um, well, I'm gonna live on the Cardassian side of the demilitarized zone, and I'm yeah. gonna be a fucking dirt farmer. One thing that I think, like, also, for me, and anyway, like, saves the Maquis a little bit, is that, like, they kind of see the war coming, right? They're, they're kind of like the Spanish Revolution. Like, they're getting the brunt of the Cardassian uh, anger toward the Federation. Well, sure. When there's no war. And, like, so they kind of know, like, what's going to happen. It's, and, it's like, like, that's kind of interesting to It's me. like the Spanish Revolution if, like, yes. they had the ability to instantly transport and teleport their entire world and life to, Wyoming. to a completely <laughs> safe space yeah. at any single yeah. second. Yeah. Uh, yeah but they choose not to yeah. because um, reasons. I and guess people like, always point out that it's like, well, it's like the Native Americans and yeah, their land it's like or that. whatever, yeah. but it's not because they've been there for twenty years. Yeah, th- <laughs> it's it's not. I guess it's like more. It's actually of a not twenty years. I looked it up. It's sixteen. They've been there for sixteen years. Sweet sixteen, man. <laughs> and it's like they're like, oh, well, this is the, my land and my children's land or whatever. And right. I'm like, well, there's land all across the fucking universe and you've only been there 16 years. 
So yeah, you're I mean, willing I probably to would've... murder for that 16-year-old plot of land that you could have anywhere in the universe? I probably would have left and just gone on Ryza and been like, I live on Ryza. <laughs> yeah, why would you just not live on Ryza? <laughs> I'm going to homogeron myself to death. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I don't know. I know some people who like the Maquis and everything. I feel like you have to ignore the entirety of the Star Trek setting in order to like the Maquis, though. I don't know. That's that's my hot take, I it's, guess. It's interesting to me, like, in the sense that, like, maybe they do just choose to do this because they're humans, right? Like, maybe human nature isn't as ex- uh, explainable as everyone thinks, and, like, maybe, like... Maybe they all just were like, well, fuck it. I don't want to go. And they're just stubborn. Maybe and like that presents a problem for the Federation, which maybe says more about the Federation than the Maquis. Um, maybe <clears throat> it's just really bad writing. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think they took into consider. They had this great idea that was like super 90s, right? Like we've got these yeah. people who are like fighting back. They're right. not taking it anymore, right? They're like fighting right. for their homes because... I don't know. We fucking love that. Like, they're fighting for their homes and their land. Right. Uh, and somebody in the meeting was like, well, in the Star Trek universe, this makes no sense. And they were like, you're fucking fired. <laughs> I, that was you, Jeff, wasn't that it? That was me, and that's, that's why, why I'm you're so bitter. fucking bitter. <laughs> you're so bitter about it. Anyway, they, they discover all this evidence that's pointing ex- like right at O'Brien. Yeah. And uh, so they're like, well, what the fuck are we going to do? And, uh, meanwhile, Odo meanwhile. has, uh, meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice <laughs> on Cardassia. <laughs> the Hall of Injustice. Odo, um, shows up at O'Brien's cell, and he's like, hey, O'Brien, how are they treating you? And he's like, oh, they took my tooth. And Odo's like, yeah, it's what they do to fucking children, and they don't cry about it, you bitch. <laughs> But Odo kind of thinks like he might have done it. Like yeah. he, Odo Odo is like questioning him like a police officer. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, "Well, what what where were you? Like what what did you do?" And he's like, "I have no idea." Like he's like, "I don't know what the fuck is happening." Yeah, he's like he straight up starts like grilling him and O'Brien's yeah. like, "Are you fucking grilling me?" <laughs> Like, I don't know. I know you don't know me very well, Odo, but I'm like the greatest guy. Yeah. I do everything right at all times, and I love my wife. I was about to have sex with her on the runabout, (laughs) and I've definitely had sex with her before because we have a daughter. So there's proof. And you've never had sex at all because you probably don't even have a penis. Yeah. Why don't you just make yourself into a giant penis and penis your way out of here? And Odo's like, damn, I didn't know I could get burned like this. And he was like, he's innocent. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't do it. (laughs) And, like, there's a moment where I think... I don't say this very often, because I think Cole Meany is an immaculate actor. Yeah. Uh, He overreacts very slightly, and it stood out to me this time for some reason. Yeah. Where Odo's like... Not not everyone was a martyr who was accused of a crime, and not all of them were put to death. And he goes, and neither will you. And O'Brien, yeah. like, fucking double takes at him, like, boop, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, because you're kind of on the fence about Odo still, right? Like, yeah. Odo's not Odo yet. Like, he's sort of like the grizzled old cop man. So you're kind of like, oh no, what's Odo gonna do? You know? Is he gonna believe him? But then you kind of, he believes him, and you're like, ah, oh, thank God. 
Thank you, Odo. Somebody believes him. There's Thank a ray you, of hope. Wait, <laughs> Thank that's you, person later. Who's, whose race is going to cause billions and billions of deaths. Oh, man. Well, that's racism. Whoops. Well, they're all the same thing, right? They're all one. Yeah, they're so all it's actually like an him. actual... They're just a guy. Yeah. Or a lady. It's like the, or it's a like the, the planet that's alive from Marvel. Mogo? Oh, Ego. Ego. Ego is Marvel. Mogo is the Green Lantern planet. The Green Lantern planet, from DC, yeah. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> I love but. that the Green Lantern planet gets a giant Green Lantern. <laughs> I guess they grow, right? They grow well, in Really, size. like, I don't know if it's a giant Green Lantern ring, but I do know that the trees, like, the island of the, like, the landmass of the planet is in the shape of the Green Lantern of the symbol. ring. Maybe it's that, yeah. <laughs> Which is hilarious. <laughs> but, um, there's, we talked about this off recording, that this episode jumps around like a motherfucker. It feels, like, very yeah. fast. It's really quick. Um, we went off on a tangent about soda, so we're not getting through it as fast as we could. But, <laughs> um, back on Deep Space Nine, Dax has found out that uh, O'Brien's voice that activated the like weapons locker where all the warheads were taken from was actually like put together piece by piece, like uh, phonetically through recording. Yeah, like... Like, uh, the episode of Futurama where, where Bender uses the answering machine of Fry to talk to people through the wall and stuff. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> it's all, yeah. <laughs> Except it's, like, Star Trekified, so it sounds just yeah, like him, it right? it sounds perfectly fine. Yeah. Which you could probably do now. Like, you could well, probably do that Well, they did that, that with, uh, Magil Barrett. They, like, yeah. had her... Well, she had to, like, record sounds phonetically. Right. But... And then they just, like, made her voice... Yeah. I'd like to hear that. I've never heard it. I've only heard about it. Probably, they probably can't hear it. They probably don't want you to hear that, right? Yeah. Because it's probably weird. You probably have to pay for it. Also, she's super dead, so like... I'm so sorry. Everyone uh, listening, you, I don't care that the Josh goddamn, fucking... You goddamn fuck. <laughs> you goddamn fuck. Are you yawning at me? That's right. Be more entertaining, bitch. Oh, uh, here we go with this again. <laughs> uh, Kira has found, like, a list of Maquis suspects that, like, who was O'Brien delivering the warheads to, Yeah, right? she's kind of, like, she's kind of, like, on, on the on the side of, like, he did it, right? Yeah. So they find Boone, our old pal Raymond Boone. Uh, old Booney. And Cisco's like, look, bring him in, which they can apparently just do. Yeah, fuck it. Like I didn't like they spend half a season trying to find Eddington, but they can just go fucking pick <laughs> up Boone. Where is he? Is he on the station still or not? I don't think so. No, because he says he'll be back in a month when. Oh. Uh, uh, well, O'Brien he's not hiding. Goes. He's not hiding as well as Eddington is. Yeah. Edding, Eddington knows. But, Eddington you know. is Jean Valjeaning all over the fucking yeah, place. He's so. Jean Valjeaning in his pants about that fucking book. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, the fucking uh, raider that Chakotay flies is called the Valjean, even. Yeah. Hilarious. It's, it's all connected, folks. But they they start the trial, and it's like going out to every Cardassian, I guess, like TV in, in the world. Yeah, like the Cardassian internet, right? Like, it just plays it on the big screen, like Times Square style. Yeah, there's always some Cardassian head on there talking. 
I guess it's I would imagine Childs. it's always like that, right? Like it's always yeah. just like the the big brother talking down at you. It's the it's the fucking uh, the ad for Apple, right? It's the yeah. The guy, like yeah, there's always somebody talking down to you. Yeah, the big talking head. Yeah. And uh, she's like, "All right, is everybody ready to go?" And um, there's a bunch of like kids watching, like just in a yeah. like a dais. Yeah, and they keep like clicking their knuckles against the. It's really strange. It's a little like um, I don't remember this. Yeah. It happens every time somebody comes in or out. It cuts to like three people sitting up on like a, uh, like a bench up on the wall, and there's maybe because like, they're like brainwashed, right? Like maybe. that's what you do, right? I guess it's like their version of clapping, but it's very like the twins in uh, <laughs> the, the Shining. Shining. Yeah. <laughs> Come play with us, Kyle. <laughs> the. Uh, the <laughs> Mike Barr's like, all right, you can spare your family and the Federation further humiliation by confessing. And he's like, yeah. go fuck yourself. <laughs> and then he takes a drag of a cigarette, which and then is crazy. the Keiko comes in, and Mike Barr's like, look, you can disassociate yourself from yeah. your husband's shame and crimes if you just testify against him. Right. And she says, go fuck yourself. <laughs> And she takes a drag of the same cigarette. He flicks it out of his mouth with his lower lip, and it lands. It in lands hers. in her mouth. <laughs> That's how you know you're married to somebody if you can do that. Fuck yeah! In case you ever forget who yeah, you're married, you can to. only know that you're married to. <laughs> um, but like, they're like, all right, we're gonna start the trial now, and Odo's like, wait just a second. Yeah. And Mike Bar's like, actually, um. Nesters can't do anything, so fuck you. Yeah, that yeah, like they're not allowed to object or anything. It's yeah, just they're not like, allowed uh, to even talk to the judge. It's like crazy. I love the part that I love is when uh, he objects, and she's like, she's like, you can't object, and then he says, I just I need to talk to uh, my colleague or Cobot. whatever. Yeah, and like, <laughs> like fucking, she's like. Uh, I wish you would have done this beforehand because it doesn't make for great TV. Basically, is what she says. And she's like, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not going to be exciting for the viewers. Which was so, I, I just was like, that's the part that I was like, oh my god, it's like OJ Simpson, man. It's like just such like they only care about like the viewers and how it yeah, works and it's, try, it's trying to stir up that nationalism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so OJ Odo. did it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> OJ totally killed his wife. Um, well, that's... The trial said he didn't, Josh. <laughs> if I did it, here's how I would have done it. He, he OJ definitely did that shit, though. <laughs> um, my favorite part is Odo keeps being like, Hey, like, I want to object. I want to talk about this. And Mike yeah. Boy's like, You can't because you're a nester, but I'll let you do it this one time. Yeah, they kind of they kind of give him a leash, right? But, like... Like, uh, I don't know. Like, after a while, she's like, it's already been the longest trial in the history of the court. <laughs> it's been, like, a day. <laughs> like, what trial lasts a day? There's, like, like a parking ticket trial, maybe? Yeah, it's a like, parking what? ticket trial where you murder the guy who double parked <laughs> at the end of it. Like, it's, like, no trial in America lasts a day. <laughs> and, like, 
Odo like starts talking over them, and he's like, "Look, I've got new evidence," and he won't look at it. And yeah, uh, Macbar is like, "Well, I know that your federation will just make up facts right. to suit whatever Which truth is so... they want." God, it's so like, right now. I'm like, it's yeah, so this is right very now. fucking familiar. Oh my god, it's so depressing. And Odo's like, well, I fucking move that this gets moved to my jurisdiction because it happened yeah. on a Bajoran space station. Yeah, and like they like arrest him like not even in Cardassian space. So like yeah. I don't even know like how any of this like the Federation right now should just be like, yo, uh, give him back. <laughs> there's a, there's a great great line that Odo gives though where like Magbar's like look you either just fucking sit down and shut up or you will not find the pl- oh, punishment yeah. very pleasant and he's yeah, like I, know, I, know, yeah. I regret that I have no teeth to give your bureau of identification <laughs> that's great it's so good uh, Odo I love Odo Odo's great until he's not great yeah <laughs> he, he gets a little uh he starts, he starts drinking the Kool-Aid. At a yeah, he gets point a little pussy season. Kool-Aid, you know? Like, he's like, oh, I love I love this changeling pussy too much. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Better be bad now for a couple of episodes. Yo, that goo game is too <laughs> damn good. That goo game. That goo game. <laughs> Holy shit. But, like, back on DS9, they find Boone, and they're like, all right, you need to tell us everything you have to say. And he's like, I got nothing to say at all, baby. <laughs> and Kira's like, is it hot in here? Or is it just me? <laughs> the saxophone from the chord starts playing. Time to fuck. And fucking Dan Fielding comes in. Anyway. Does somebody need a lawyer? <laughs> You're gonna need a lawyer when I'm done with you, baby, because it's the 1980s. He was like sexually harassing everybody who came into that courtroom. Yeah. But you uh, do that in the eighties, Bash- like it cuts to Bashir for some reason, which would be very confusing for the first time viewer. I think, like, what the yeah. fuck does he have to do with anything? Yeah, he's not doing anything right now, and uh, he can't get the lights in his office on. Which also, for the first time viewer, I think would be like, what the fuck does this have to do with anything? Classic Bashir, and uh, <laughs> Batman shows up, and he's like, <laughs> Maki's Batman, <laughs> and he's like, look, this guy's not a Maki. Yeah. And Bashir's like, well, who is he then? And he's like, I don't know. Yeah. Bye. And he leaves. Yeah. And the lights come back on when he leaves. When he leaves. He's a fucking ghost. <laughs> he's a fucking ghost. Oh, the lights came back on. <laughs> and uh, I think it's time to take our second break of oh, the evening. Shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back with more M-Class goodness after these messages, probably from Mountain Dew. Beautiful Sal was a stone-hearted gal, refusing to bill or to coo. But Clem was right smart, he appealed to her heart with that gal getting good old Mountain View. Yahoo! Mountain View! Mountain View will tickle your innards cause there's a bang in every bottle. At the county turkey shoot, cause Luke warn't worth a hoot. He was hopeless till he finally took the cue. Yahoo! Mountain Dew! Now he shoots off the cup. 
It's more than enough after nipping at that good old Mountain Dew. Sure is shooting. There's a bang in every bottle of our delicious soft drink, Mountain Dew. It'll tickle your inner. And we're by. Hopefully that uh, message was refreshing. I'm just drinking this delicious Mountain Dew. Uh, oh, Josh, I think that's actually my piss I left in a bottle. I couldn't tell the difference. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, back on Cardassia Prime. <laughs> Meanwhile, we have the trial going on, and it's being shown on every view screen in the world, yeah. which is just a fancy word for TV. Kids are playing Game Boy, and the trial just interrupts their game. Fuck. How you know, shitty that would be. I, like almost, playing... I almost beat Wario Land. Fuck. <laughs> I'm playing fucking Yoshi's Story, you asshole. On, on your Game Boy? <laughs> Which one was the Yoshi game Yoshi's, for that? Yoshi's Story was for N64. Yoshi, Yoshi Cookie? Was that oh, it? Oh, yeah, that was the one. Yoshi's Cookie. Sorry. My bad. That game Everyone's just made like me furiously typing. Cookies. Yo, oh, you know what I want? Some like oatmeal cookies with peanut butter in them. Oh, shit. That would be awesome. Oh my god! <laughs> so uh, they have like the gull who arrested O'Brien. I don't yeah, remember his fucking like, name, but gull not Ducat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gull whatever the fuck, whatever his name is. And he's like, yeah. Uh, they're talking to him about the Maquis, yeah. and uh, they're talking about like he had all these weapons on board his runabout, and that's where he was headed. Right. They're like, well, how'd you know that? He's like, I got reliable sources. Reliable sources, yeah. And Odo's like, well, we need to know what those sources are. Yeah. He's like, it's a matter of national, national security, security. Which might sound familiar to everyone listening to this. Yes. Well, and, first, for, yeah, for, yeah, what's the next thing he says, which I love when he comes back with well, it? Well, Odo's like, uh, well, how did you how did you know that the warheads were in the runabout? And he says, That's well, I is. found them because of reliable sources. Yeah, yeah, he's just, like, real sassy about it. And the judge is like, good enough for me. Yeah, that's a satisfactory <laughs> answer to me. That's great. That's what it is. Yep. And yep. Uh, we cut back to DS9. Lots of jumping around this episode. Yeah, and they bring Boone into the into like uh, sick bay. Yeah, and Cisco and Bashir are in there, and uh, Bashir is like, "Hey, how come you haven't talked to your parents in eight years?" Yeah, and he's like, "Well, my parents were uh, we never got along. squares. I didn't like yeah. them. Yeah, they were nerds. And Bashir made me eat asparagus and made my peace smell <laughs> like Mountain Dew. Ugh." <laughs> Bashir's like, they said otherwise. And Cisco's like, well, how come you left your wife? And he's like, she's a fucking bitch. And he's like, actually, you, he was like, actually, your wife was quite lovely. I met her. And he's like, oh, shit. Oh. 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 What's going oh. Bashir's like, he's like real cool about it for a while. And then yeah. Bashir's like, it happened all after set like three. And then Boone s- stops cold and then fucking turns and tries to run away. And he's like, bye! <laughs> Gotta go back to set like three! <laughs> I left my retainer there. And they... <laughs> and they fucking uh, let Keiko talk to O'Brien. Yeah. And O'Brien's like... Being all like sort of cheeky about it even though he's on trial to be put to death. 
Yeah, he's brave. He's brave. Put on a brave front. And Keiko's like, there's going to be many, many more chances for, for us to us fucking to... run about. Yeah. And he's like, no, we have to fuck here because this is the last chance. And she's like, yeah, but everyone's looking. <laughs> and then it goes, bah, 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 bah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Time to fuck. <laughs> anyway, they, uh, Kovac's like, hey, Odo, you should tell O'Brien to, like, confess. Yeah. And then, like, ask for mercy. And Odo's like, well, Cardassians don't show mercy. And he's like, I know. It's so, it's so evil. It's just so, oh, God. Yeah. Fucking fascist fucks. Fuck them, dude. They deserve everything they have coming to them. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> oh, shit. You know how, like, the Dominion, like, annihilates, like, every one of their major cities? They yeah. deserve it. Well. They deserve it. I, I said it. They deserve it. <laughs> we have uh, a Miles O'Brien on the podcast today. <laughs> Dude. Cardassians fucking suck. I'm not going to lie. What, that's what you get, assholes, for being Nazis. So fuck yeah. you. Yeah. It's true. Space oh, Nazis. Maybe, fuck them. Maybe millions of your people die. I don't know. Fuck you. Fuck off. Stop uh, trying to kill people. Yeah. <laughs> Kovat is hilarious during this scene, though, because he's like, were you abused as a child? Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, hamming it up. And he's like, no, I loved my, my parents. My parents made me eat asparagus, and I love asparagus. <laughs> and he's like, hmm, did your wife beat you? Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Like, that, like he went with, like, a spousal abuse route. Yeah. And I, I thought that was really interesting, even for, like, I mean, like, the, this is, like, 90s as fuck, right? But yeah. Like, you don't like, get that now, where like you don't get that think, now. Like yeah. the woman can abuse the man. Yeah, yeah. It's very, it was very interesting. And he's like, "No, nah, I, I love her. We were gonna fucking run about earlier." And <laughs> I almost got it in, baby. But I've totally done it before. We've got a daughter, so. <laughs> but um, he's like, "Look, just tell me why you became a disgusting criminal." <laughs> Why are you a monster? And O'Brien's like, I'm not. I'm a good boy. And Kovac's like, well, I tried. Yeah, it's, dude, it's so (laughs) Cardassian. (laughs) Well? Then, like, the fucking, like, heart of the matter starts, right? Where, like, Magbar's like, how many Cardassians have you killed? Yeah, she gets, like, down to it, right? And he's like, nah, I haven't killed any since the war. And she's like, well, how many did you kill during the war? And he was like, 69. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I don't know. And she's like, that many, huh? Yeah, it's so good. It's so good because it's so evil. Did you say... Were you against the treaty with the Federation because, and I quote, the bloody Cardies can't be trusted? Ah. Uh, and he's and he, she keeps prodding him, and he's like, "Yeah, I did say it. I fucking hate you. You can't handle the truth. Do the neck trick. Um, <laughs> Do the neck trick." <laughs> But like the uh, the door opens and Cisco just walks in silently with Boone beside him and like Kovat stands up and he's like you can't allow these people to come in here and she's like shut the fuck up and shut sit up. down. I love this part. She's I like, love. She's this. like shut up, shut up, shut the fuck up, sit down, <laughs> sit the fuck down, shut up. And then she's like ah, you know, in the spirit of furthering the. The relations, relations with the Federation. We can let him off this time. Yeah, we're gonna let him go. We, th- we can show mercy. She's like, don't let it ever be, like 
don't don't ever forget that the Cardassian jurisprudence system can't show mercy, right? Yeah. And it's like, oh god. I just love how she completely 180s when she sees flip. Cisco and Complete Boone flip. walk in. Complete flip. It's great. And all he does is stand there. Yeah. Dude, he fucking Scooby Doo's the shit out of it. He's like, and it was Boone the whole time. Old man Boone. Old man Boone without the tooth. <laughs> I just love, there's like a moment that I absolutely love because of how dissonant it is from one second mm-hmm. to another. They're, they're like getting up and leaving and Kovat's like, what? What just what happened? happened? Like so yeah. cartoonishly. Yeah. And then Odo's like, you won. Like yeah. very cartoonishly. And like you could hear the fucking sound like wah, wah, wah. It's, it's so gonna come great in. though. But then Kovat goes, they'll kill me. They'll kill me. Dude, it's crazy. Which is like. A complete fucking turnaround in, like, your emotions when you're hearing it. Yeah, well, he's, like, groveling, like, to the judge at one point. Yeah. And it's, he's groveling because he's terrified. Like, you, like he, you don't realize that until that moment, though, yeah. where you're like, oh, shit, like, they will kill him. Like, like this is really yeah. serious. It's not like a ha-ha, we gotcha. It's like, yeah, he'll get sent to a Breen camp with Goldacott's daughter. Like, yeah. he'll just get sent away. Like, he'll never be seen again. But uh, they all go on the runabout, and they have their Scooby-Doo happy, jokey scene. And And they all drink wine, and then they laugh, and there's a freeze frame at the end, and then... (laughs) (laughs) Time to fuck! (laughs) Let's get fucking... And then they all fuck on the runabout. The end. But it turns out Boone was a Cardassian guy. Yeah. Like, not a, not a Cardassian, but he was, like, a spy. Yeah, he right? was a Cardassian. Like, he had been surgically altered. Oh, he human. was. That's yeah. what it was. Okay. I always forget if, if they, like, brainwashed him or if he was no, a Cardassian. No, he, he was a Cardassian surgically altered That's to look like the real That's Boone. That's right. That's why he divorced his wife and shit. A little bit of continuity error. Apparently, uh, O'Brien says, "Also, oh, the boon that I worked with on the Rutledge was this guy then, which um, earlier in the show, uh, he didn't know who O'Brien was when they worked together on the Rutledge. Yeah. I See, I thought, I thought that he pretended not to know so O'Brien would say his name. That could you know be what I mean? It. That could be it. You're a smart, that's what, smart man, Josh. That's what I thought. So, because like he needs his name, right? He needs him to say his own yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. That's it's, that's fucking. It's like smart. a con artist trick. Like, who are you again? You're like, you're a smart boy. Well, I am a con artist. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, this episode. Like I said, I chose it because it shows just how bad a trial system can get. Like a system yeah. of justice can really get. Yeah, this is a good episode. Uh, it's season two of Deep Space Nine, but it's the end of season two, and the show gets like infinitely better after this. Um, this is but like I a like really episode. great episode, though. Yeah, it's a you little like, Scooby Doo. You, right. you like it a lot. I I like it like I like it as a as an episode of Star Trek. Uh, absolutely, but I I think comparing it to like all the other episodes of Deep Space Nine that I love. It, it's not as good, oh, yeah. but it's it still very good. I don't even know if it would be in like my top 25 episodes. No, no. Nine, no, it's it a good episode. Yeah, it's a good episode for sure. And like, I love, I love the like Twilight zoniness of it. I love that like, uh, like in Star Trek, like, you know, it's episodic, but they have to maintain universe continuity. So they have to think of ways to like 
get these characters into crazy situations like this. Yeah. Where, like, the jurists, uh, the judicial system is, like, fucked up, right? So they're like, well, the Cardassians just arrest him. <laughs> like, Thinking on it. it now, maybe I should have chosen that episode Hard Time. I thought you didn't because I thought at some point we were going to do like a O'Brien best of O'Brien. Yeah, we probably will do a best of O'Brien. Yeah, point. and I figured and that, that is would definitely be definitely one of the yeah. best. Yeah, because it's Cold also Meaning like is horrifically depressing. It's fucking dark as shit, dude. Yeah. I love it. And but it's also like it's a trial gone wrong kind of thing. Even though you don't really get to see much of the trial. Yeah, the trial. It's like a justice yeah. system gone wrong kind of thing more than it is a trials collection. Yeah, because they really believe that what they're doing is humane. Yeah, and it's like very, very, uh, uh, much torture. <laughs> what is yeah. it? What is it called when like a uh, when you like torture somebody who's you arrested? <laughs> Cruel and unusual. Yeah. It's very cruel and unusual. I think we should change that to torture. Yeah, it should just be torture. <laughs> like, we're always like, making it, up this language. Right. We always make up language as a society to, like, soften the blow of what we're doing. I think that's a legal term, and it probably it probably is, like, uh, a broad legal term where, like, cruel and unusual punishment, like, if you, like, let's say, like, you, uh, like, rip somebody's fingernails out. Yeah, that's, that's cruel and unusual. It's also torture. That's also torture. Yeah, but if you like, let's like, if you like, uh, arrest somebody and then like rape them, that would just probably be just rape, right? Which I is think like it's considered torture as well. Uh, yeah, it could, it could be. It could be. It's like I don't know legally. It's we need like some lawyers. Cruel and unusual punishment all doesn't have to go that like extreme as well. Like it's like if you get pulled over for like, uh, and speeding or something and you're supposed to get a parking citation and then they throw you in fucking prison for 10 years that's cruel and unusual punishment yeah like some fucking like turkey shit or whatever where like they're just like you're in jail now (laughs) you're a journalist you're in jail now oh okay I guess I'm in jail now for 10 years cool awesome (laughs) sweet well my country is gonna come and save me I'm sure oh no (laughs) oh no Cisco (laughs) Um, I, this is the last episode of the Trials Collection, so I think we can talk about the Trials Collection as a whole a little bit. I thought it was the best one we've done so far. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. I think like picking a lofty concept and going with it works a lot yeah. better than picking like a funny concept and going with it. You mean like the Satan's Collection? <laughs> yeah, well, we're definitely going to do the Satan's Collection at some point. But this being the last episode of the Trials Collection, I think it's prudent, it's jurisprudent... (laughs) You love that word. (laughs) I do. uh, To mention that if you're a patron of ours, uh, you can do that at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast, you can actually suggest collection ideas to us. Yes, please do that. It helps a lot, and I want to hear your good ideas and take them for my own! And give you no credit? No, we will give you credit if you actually <laughs> choose the collection. We Absolutely. do. Um, you can also suggest us um, Jeff and Josh shoot the shit topics. Please do that also. Which we really, really need because like focusing our talk to one topic is very difficult for us. Yeah, we, we always have like about an hour or half hour to an hour like of us talking to each other about whatever before the show. 
But we just ramble on about stuff, and we don't really have, like, any idea what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> just in life in general, I think. We have no yeah. idea what the fuck we're doing. I'm like so. a rudderless ship in the in the foggy midnight of the world. I don't and know where I'm going. I am uh, tied to that ship by a rope, just skidding along the water behind it. So. Oh, I thought you were, like, the thing in the front with the boobs. What is that called? Ship head? Ship... Ship's... Uh, the- boobs? Mermaid titty? Yeah, the mermaid titty thing. Yeah. What is that called? Um, masthead? Masthead. There it is. Yeah. Thank you. Sure, I'll be the mermaid around. titty. I'm fine with that. <laughs> mermaid titty! <laughs> the Trials Collection was a lot of fun, but I feel like it was also very um, educational if you ever wondered what our political ideals were. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, there's very... Uh, like all Star Trek, there's always something in the, the episodes that relates to modern day whatever modern day that is like it it's ti- that's why it's timeless it's a timeless yeah. show i mean there are a lot of episodes of tos that you could watch today they were made in the 60s yeah. and they're just as relevant now as they were then absolutely and there's a ton of 90s episodes that are still relevant now because there were just so many episodes made yeah but i can't watch star trek without thinking about the modern day and the world around us and what's happening in it, yeah, especially that's part of the the fun for me, especially like I don't think I would want to watch a show that I couldn't relate to to the modern world. It's it's a little impossible to make something that you couldn't relate to the modern world in some way. Like you're entirely built by your experiences, you know. Right. Everything has a metaphor built into it, whether you mean for it to or not. Right. I'm I'm trying to think of like instances where that happened, especially in science fiction. Maybe the Matrix. The Maybe. Matrix is about um stuff we struggle with every day, like uh living in a computer. I mean, it makes sense like uh especially now it makes a lot of sense cuz like the Wachowskis are uh transgendered. Yeah. So really, I guess it was really about that. In a lot of ways, right? Like it you could look be, at it yeah, in a, like in a you're whole trapped new lens. in the false world. Right, that's a false world that you're trapped yeah. in. And like Neo knew that there was something wrong with the world he was right. in from the beginning. Right. He just couldn't figure out what. Yeah, I, I, I mean, also it's very punk rock. Like, oh yeah, the Matrix is very like fuck, fuck the system, right? It literally, um, fuck the fuck system. Him. Yeah. <laughs> system failure. It's like an. It's a sort of an idea. It's like institutionalism in general. Yeah, but it just wasn't done in that way before that, right? Yeah. Like I feel I feel like the Matrix really opened up like the the dam broke with that where like now you now it's like just a thing where people are like like ex machina, right? Like well, what what happens if we invent a robot? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like like an like a AI. But before that's that, my, like, that's one of my favorite types of story though, like uh the valley between human and robot like yeah. we make a machine like does the mas- machine have a soul or do we not Dude, have we should a soul? watch we should watch ex machina uh, it's so good i've actually not seen it it's on netflix right now it's so good it shit. fucked me up i was like i'll have to watch uh, it this fucks my shit I, up i'll take this moment to um shill something i always shill on my other podcast rider club radio if you like tokusatsu go listen to it but i'll shill that and then Mm-hmm. I'll shill. Um, there's a, a manga called um, Pluto. Yeah. 
and it's about uh it's actually like a retelling of an astro boy story yeah yeah and but it's from the point of view of a robot detective and it's basically about like that exact topic like robots the idea of like having a soul Right, the worth what? of like life, like is it real life to be a robot? Right. And it's what also is a about, soul? Yeah, yeah. It's also about like the robots seem more human than the humans in it because of how like vicious and hateful the humans are. That's that are. game. That's that Detroit whatever game is. Yeah, like that. well, the Detroit become human. Like a lot of people like that game, and like I know some fans of M Class like that game. I haven't played it, so I can't really weigh in yeah. on it. But there is a lot of backlash about how. Um, tone deaf it is with its like um, depiction of racism against robots being one to one equated with racism against non-white people. Right. But um, I think Pluto handles it very very well. It's also just a now, really... Jeff. Is that one of those books I have to read backwards? <laughs> yeah, you do have to read it from right to left. I'm sorry, Josh. Here in America, Jeff, I read my books. Uh, by setting them on the table and not reading them because reading is stupid. I have no argument against that. <laughs> <laughs> the Pluto is like a, a detective story as well. Like, yeah, it's, it's like a, a noir. Yeah, it's like the yeah. robot detective is trying to find a machine that's murdering robots, but also people. Right, that's and cool. I like that a lot. Only one robot in history has ever murdered a human being. And yeah. he's, like, in the story. Like, it's sort of like a Hannibal Lecter thing where the detective right, goes to speak right. to him. Why did you do it? Yeah. yeah. And, like, you get some insight into why that robot did it. It's not, like, a secret that, like, is hidden throughout the story. Like, oh, well, Hannibal Lecter's just crazy. That's why right. he did it. Yeah, right. Like, this robot has a genuine reason for what he did. And it's, like, great to see it unfold, too. But I, I highly awesome. recommend that story. That's awesome. I wanna, I wanna read it. It's on the internet Pluto? for free if you go look for it. For free? Yeah, yeah. It's called Pluto. Like if you look up Pluto manga, if you look up Pluto, you'll get the planet and the dog. But if you look up Pluto manga, uh, it, I when I look up Pluto, I get Pluto Nash. That's unfortunate. I'm trying to find the name of that show. Uh, on Netflix about the FBI guy and the serial killer. It sounds a lot like that, too. I don't know that one. Did you watch Altered Carbon? <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, Nick did, and he said it was good. Uh, yeah, I like that he, show. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't watch it yet. It seems like a thing I need to, like, get into. and like You I don't do have, have to get like, into it. Like, you gotta yeah. devote a little bit of time to it. It's a, it's yeah. a fun... It's, uh, it's fun. Um, also, it has a lot of titties in it, so... So it's super fun. Yeah, um, so it's it's at least triple fun. <laughs> what is the name of that? Dude, There's I'm like so unprepared for all these things. There's another show on Netflix. This fucking stupid thing keeps playing. Uh, I think it's called like Kiss Kiss Me First or something. Mm, and it's kind of it like... It's kind of like The Matrix. Where like these kids go into like a... Uh, like an MMO world. Kind of like uh, Re- uh, Ready Player One. Or like but a like it's, dot hack... Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. but it's like um, it's it's really it's really like indie filmish where like you kind of don't know what's happening all the way all the time. That's cool. It's really neat. I think it's called Kiss Me First. I be- I believe I'm looking it up. 
Well, while he looks that up, I want to talk a little bit more about the Trials Collection. Because we're saying bye-bye to the Trials Collection. It's called Kiss Me First. I was right. Kiss Me First. Okay. Um, <laughs> so check that out. Check out Pluto. Watch Ex Machina. I'm going to do that probably Dude, tomorrow. Dude, fucking... Yes. Holy shit. Get ready to feel feelings. Uh, fuck, I can't feel any more feelings. <laughs> um... <laughs> There are a lot more Trials episodes, and we'll probably end up catching a few of them in other collections. Yeah. But I feel like this is a really good, like, starter pack of, like, best of the best episodes involving Yeah, these were incredible episodes. Like, these were all really good episodes. Some of the best episodes in Star Trek history were in this collection. Yeah. I feel like that's important to point out. Yeah, we should have an occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge collection. How in the fuck would we do that? <laughs> well, you do the inner light, and you do the episode with uh, O'Brien, and you oh, do... Oh, shit. There's a couple of them. You've built a collection. We've done a two-episode collection before, so... Oh, there's probably another one or, or two. I don't know. Fuck, that's a good <laughs> idea, actually. The inner light is, like, probably my favorite Star Trek episode ever. The inner light is a masterpiece of of television. Yeah. It's a masterpiece. It's one of those episodes that makes you feel feelings, for sure. That and Darmok are, like, incredible. Yeah. Darmok is, like, probably... Like, when I say it's probably my favorite episode, The Inner Light, Darmok is the reason why I say probably. Yeah, because it's, like, which one's first, right? Depending on yeah. the day, the one could be ahead of the other. Exactly. The Inner Light probably is overall better, in my opinion, because of the... Just the sadness. Just the... Oh, my God. Dude, like it's it's uh, so... It's, like, hard to watch in places. It's brutal. Like, when they're all wearing, like, the hats and the sun is dying. Yeah. Oh, Dude, man. Dude, a friend of mine put together, like, just a playlist on Spotify of, like, music that she yeah. likes... And is it the flute song? Yeah, she had um, <sighs> the entire soundtrack for the episode as one track on there. I'd love to get my hands on it. Yo, get that. I want and that. It is fucking beautiful. Like, is I it on Spotify? Worked. How do you find that? How I'll does try and that? find it later. And like, if I do find it, I'll post it on our Twitter. Yeah, fuck Which yes. is at M Class Podcast, by the way. And it is absolutely beautiful. Like, I just worked for like hours to that one day. It was amazing. That's awesome, dude. That's I, so I do that with Skyrim soundtrack. I just it's like four hours long. Yeah, so you can get everything you need done. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the half the day. I'm like, hey, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> the trials collection is over. Hey, I'm cool. I'm and listening to Skyrim again. <laughs> it's it's gone forever. We'll miss it. It's much better than the worst episode collection for sure. <laughs> I wish I wish I could. This was the best it one does. we've ever done. I wish I could um, tell everybody what we're going to do next, but I have no idea. Yeah, this feels like the best episode's so collection. We'll, we'll have people suggest, yeah. and if you want to know what collection we're doing, if you want to know... We don't know yet. Yeah, I don't pretty know. Pretty much anything you could possibly want to know about M-Class, head over to Twitter and check out at M-Class Podcasts. No, it's just at M-Class Podcast on Twitter. Um, there is a WordPress site that yeah, I keep updating with the there, older trial there? collections no, and, like, not. links to everything. It's, uh, I think it's mclasswordpress.com slash, no, it's mclasspodcast.wordpress.com. Yes, uh, I'm sorry it has ads on it, but, um, more people become patrons, I guess. It's easy. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, mclasspodcast.wordpress.com. And that ha- that'll have this trial Yay! and everything related to it put up on there as well soon. So, um, check that out. Um, if you would like to become a patron and help us get rid of the ads on that site... Yes. Yes. Uh, people might not know this, but um, Patreon... Is a nice little chunk just of the revenue that we need to pay rent at the places we live at <laughs> and to buy food. So, yeah, I need avocados for my everything. Yeah, <laughs> I need limes for my ginger ale. I'm a millennial. Yeah, Give them to me. Look, if I don't have it, I'll go into a fucking my toast shop, and my right? ginger ale and my snorting avocado dust. Yeah, addiction. I'll fall asleep <laughs> in shock. <laughs> Yeah, I'll find a narcoleptic Look, shock. Uh, I meant anaphylactic. I'll fall asleep fuck and ever. fuck a dead body. It's not I'll been, fuck dead people. I don't really have any of this anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> um, uh, I'd like to thank everybody who is a patron, but anybody who wants to become a patron can head over to <laughs> patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. Um, this is not yes. a joke. I know there's been, like, two people who've come forth like, I didn't know you actually had a Patreon. I thought it was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Couple of millennials. Yeah. We kind of uh, screwed ourselves This is ourselves not a joke in any way, shape, or form. Of, uh, millennia. <laughs> uh, there's a bunch <laughs> of Patreon-only audio on there. A show called Jeff and Josh. We Shoot actually Shit, have we talk one. talk about non-Star Trek-related topics for about an hour. Longmire. We talked about we talked about nerds. I don't remember what that. we talked about. And then before that, we talked time. about Star Wars. Longmire, the second so, greatest show. Uh, I TV. forget what the first one we did was. Yeah, but that's right. I, nerds. Avocado toast. We did. It's very specific. I've never had that, so I, I guess we'll have a lot. Next to one's going to be about avocados. I don't like avocados that much. <laughs> Yeah. No. I've never no. had it either. I don't know. I like guacamole okay. I bet it's I'm good. I'm not a big avocados fan of avocados, good, so why not? Oh, yeah. I kind of... I like guacamole I can't stand a whole like, lot. raw tomato and stuff. Yeah. That's kind of like salsa. I love like salsa, but water, I don't like tomatoes. Like gross water. Tomato tastes, tastes like jizz smells. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, I can agree with that. I love everything that's made it's, out of tomatoes. It's disgusting. People, people used to think they were poisonous, probably because they tasted like shit. <laughs> yes, tomato stuff is yeah. delicious when they make I it into get... things, but, like, just a tomato, you gotta put, like, Even that, a shitload of pepper and like, salt Like, I don't get tomatoes to get in my salads when I get salads and shit. Well, like, salad dressing, like Italian dressing uh, or something. That was the tomato cast. I'm glad that you tuned in. I don't, I don't either. Yes. Well, you'll get um, stuff sure like that Jeff where we just ramble on about bullshit like that. To, and it's like, basically the point. greatest. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, you were the smartest man that ever lived. I didn't realize this oh, about you until this very brilliant. second. That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I, I didn't know before, but I know now. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's like what made it. That's what made me realize how is. smart I am. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you, patron or no. And um, we will be back in one week with yeah, more M class something for your ear holes. Yes. Yes, you get the emails episode a week early, and you also get oh, a also if you're a patron, you get the no one else the emails episode a week called early. The okay, bye. Collection, where we talk about Star Trek Discovery and how um, not great it is. About yeah, about that. Yeah, show. we will never get sponsored by anything Star Trek related. <laughs> how awesome it is! Hopefully, we'll get sponsored by them. <laughs> They are not. Pay- <laughs> they are not paying sure, anyone any money. Like, Maybe the game. The game might sponsor us. I would do like a sponsorship the, uh, for the game for if, like a free if you're lifetime sub. I would totally related do to Star Trek. Online. It's three hundred dollars, dude. That's Hit us fucking up, man. sweet we'll, as fuck. We'll shill for you. Uh, we talk about how Discovery's not that great, but not on anything that anyone can hear for free. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. And we'll see you in one week on M Class Podcast. Bye. Slug-O-Cola, the, the slime is calling in the galaxy. galaxy.